Page Vesh Chafhei. It's been a couple of weeks before you have This is major leagues now. Until now, it was minor leagues. And even the minors, it was AAA, good, you know, strong team and hard. But And, and, and the author is assuming that we've taken everything until now very seriously. And not just a matter of some interesting subject, but a way of life. The, you can see by the title, Perchav Beza Ahava She'ena Pluyabadara. In the last paragraph, we were talking about the uh, the level of Ahavas Hashem that a person can open his heart up to loving God when he when he is misvain and when he thinks about all the time he thinks about how how much the Bani Shalom loves him and ha- and and when the person is constantly thinking about how everything that he has is a, is a gift to Hashem and reviewing and repeating over and over and over. That ahava, that lower level of love, is a love that is dependent upon things of this world. I, I'm able to love you because I see how much you love me. Even that's something which is difficult to accomplish since we don't see Hashem's Barachim. We don't hear from Him. But, but it requires a tremendous amount of discipline and His Bainanus and work and davening, as we were learning about in the entire last part. This madrega of ahava she'enet liyabadava, of a love that does not depend on anything that we get from Hashem, but a love that is purely for its own sake. This is a very, very high madrega. And I was even thinking maybe to to skip this. That is, my teva is never to skip anything in a sefer. And not that it's not chasom, uh, not that it's not important, or it's not. But it's just very hard. But in the discussions, even though we'll see, and he says that this is not. This is not a, 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 a madrega that for many people is attainable uh, for right now. But I mean, there are people that have a natural inclination to it. But for most people, it's not. It's not something which is attainable for the present. Nevertheless, the asides of emuna, the basic fundamentals of emuna that come out from learning this parak are, are important to all of us. So even though we might look at this and say, "Oh, wow, this is this is too much. This is not for me," I say that. It is for us since we hidden, and this is all Jewish stuff, and it comes to us straight from from Tanakh, from Chazal, and the Swarm, and is therefore speaking to each and every one of us. It's also a taste of what it's going to be like when Mashiach comes, when each of us is going to be on this madrega. So, even though it's it's something that might be looked at right now, for right now is way out of our league, but it's going to be soon the way that we're going to live. And even though it's out of our league, we need to understand who are we really. Who are we really? What are we capable of? And what can we aspire to? And what's it going to be like uh, soon for each and every one of us in our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu? So for that, for these reasons, I, I, I feel that it's, that we shouldn't skip. We should, we should continue. It's not a good thing to skip. Until now, we were learning about love that depends on on the Dava, meaning on on the goof, on on how Akash Baruch Hu gives each and every one of us in this world, in our lives. So that is a havat liyavadava. Now we're going to try to explain the higher level of love, a love that is ena liyavadava, love that is pure, which people are saying all the time that their love for somebody else is pure, and this one's love is pure, but. Um, the vast, vast majority of the world has never tasted such a thing. Even I'm talking about on the chaver between one person and another person, between friends, between a husband and a wife. Uh, it's a very, very different level. Even though people are always saying that, uh, you know, like the uh, the cute little 18-year-old girl, the cute little 20-year-old boyfriend, asks him. And if I was hit by a train and I became horribly ugly, you would still love me? He says, oh, of course, I'm Shiloh, but I love you. I'd love you even more. Yeah, but, but the second that she gets like a little acne, he starts ready to look at uh, maybe her girlfriend is more interesting, her friend is more interesting, right? So have and Flibadava. But after all the poems and after all the literature and after all the books and after everything and all the songs and all the music, it's not. Uh, the, the Gemara made a very big deal about David HaMelech and Yohannesen. But such an Ahava. Because it's not common. It's very uncommon. 
Still, what does it mean? And and what it means is important for us because it's who we really are and what we're capable of and what's going to be soon in our lives. But children worked out? The parents and children things like that or Yeah. It's not anything but the child gives the child gives the parent the satisfaction of having many many things, even though they're annoying, but the satisfaction of of having a child and uh, someone to continue on with your name and someone to give you an achis and to look cute and a little dress and a bow tie and the whole of the and with other stuff. You're talking about that the love is a love that uh, there since it's from etzim etzam my mamish is the same. The same flesh and the same blood. So there, the person, there, there's a, the nakuda of ahava is very, very, very strong. So even if many things go wrong, God forbid, and it, it will persevere. But the madrig of ahava she'enet pliy b'davar. Gracious noveness at the farm. Well, ach mekain and asleres echlek naisam. First, let's understand what it means, and then we'll see how to acquire it. Heaven is abundant. Let's look. Mahi Ahavas Hashem. What does that mean, Ahavas Hashem? What is the love of God? What does that mean, Mahi Ahavas Hashem? Mi Ahavas Abayre. Who loves Hashem? I mean, when a person is talking to another person, let's go back, let's go back to the, the 20 year old boy and his, and his 18 year old girlfriend, okay? They're such a nice couple, so let's talk about them for a second. So the boy says that a girl. The boy says to the girl, they already know each other for two hours. So the boy says to the girl, even if they know each other for, let's say, for 200 hours, the boy says to the girl, I love you. And she says, really? And he says, yes. What does that mean? What does that mean? What do those words mean? They've been so overdone, those words, that they don't, have, they don't mean anything anymore. But what, is it, what does it really mean? If she would ask him, not that she would, but if she would ask him, who loves me? So he says, I just told you, I love you. And he, then she would ask him, what does that mean, I? What part of you loves me? So he, so he says, me, I love you. What loves you? Your, your neshama loves me? Your hormones love me? Your body loves me? What, what is it about? What do you, what? So he says, no, you say all together, all, yeah, all of the above. Everything loves you. So a person supposed to ask this question. It's not important with a girlfriend, obviously, it's a marshal and an imshul, but with a kashbarahu. Me or Hevis Not which person. He's a chelik When the Torah says, we have and I'm supposed to love the Rabbanishlam. What, what does that mean? What part of me? How does that work? Generally, a person a person is composed of three parts. The outer limbs and organs of the person. Which is referred to in the psalm as the kalim or the vessels or utensils. The kalim achitzayim, the external part of the person. Hashaini, the second part of the person is moyach, lev, and kavei, the internal organs. The brain, the heart, the liver, and so on. Shema kelim apnimim, that are called kelim apnimim, the inner or internal kelim. Vashlishi, the third part of a person, is apnimi biyaisa, is the innermost part of the person. Zuhan neshama, shashara b'saychai. That's the neshama. I'm not making chilukim now between nefesh and neshama. Generally, we'll talk, call it neshama, the spiritual dimension of who a person is. That's a deeper part than the external organs, than the internal organs. Inside, inside, there's the, there's the neshama, there's the ruach, the nefesh, ruach, neshama. That's the kelam atnimi, the inner kelam. The, that's, that's, that's not the inner that's the, that's not even called kelam. That's the neshama. Where is the neshama exactly? It's there's a, a chazal, chazal disagree in the Medrash and Mishlai. Where is the neshama? In other words, which part of the body? The neshama is not something that's physical. Nevertheless, through which part of the body is the neshama expressed? There's a view that holds that it's through the brain, and there's another that holds that it's through the heart. And the Kabbalim generally agree that it's that it's through the brain, through the mind. 
And the difference in nefesh, which nefesh we're not going into that. Right right right. 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 Translation, right. so let's just leave it. Leave it. Yeah, nefesh. We're going into that right now. This my sister teaches kids, and she asks the same question to kids. Where's the neshama? Where's the neshama? Brain. One's in the heart. I said no. The kid, because they've heard of heart transplants, so it must be in the brain. Little kid. That's what child said. Wow. How old is it? It's six, seven. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Maybe she has a 12 year old brain. Somebody gave her. <laughs> yeah. So, Kishaboim, Kishaboim We're talking when we're talking about Ahavas Abayre. So, we're asking, what part of me loves Hashem? Alem Ladashi Yeshna Bezer, Gam Madregish Lahavim Kerchas Aguf. There is such a thing that even with, the, even with my, even with the Kerchas of my physical body, like the like all of my limbs scream out, Hashem, who is like you? Like the Swamakdashim tell us that there's a level that's called Amunis Hayvarm. When a person's when a person's entire existence is so completely attached to Hashem, then even involuntarily his his body pulls him to do the right thing. Like it says the Dawud Malach. The Dawud Malach, even though sometimes he thought he was going to one place but his feet would carry him off to the base of Madras. Which it says in the, the Madras in Chukaisa, that Chukaisa There is such a thing that a person's body has become so refined and is so filled with, with Amuna that the body itself is illuminated with God's light. And, it can, and even with the body it could sense. So there's a deacon that we know of many, many, many stories that the tzaddik would taste something or would look at and hold something and say that this was that, that this is not kosher this was never uh, this glass was never titled or something that the body itself or if he eats if he eat something that wasn't that wasn't properly watched from from uh, tarfis or from something not right that the person becomes physically ill and so on there are stories like this where the body has become so perfected to the opposite by Yehuda he was getting pushed to go to Tamar he was trying to go away because his body itself was not naturally inclined to go towards towards such a thing to go to a girl this is a very high level this is what said my heart and my flesh sing out to the living God a person's flesh the person's body is itself so exalted and so holy that it's it's shining with kedusha, and it's and it, it, it's, it's it's already naturally inclined to things of kedusha and detests things of tumah and so on. So that's not something that you could begin working on. A person that a person's body should already be so holy. That's only working after long years of working on. On the uh, on the on the brain, the heart, and the liver, and with the neshama, the nefesh ruach neshama, that it could that it could that the light of the nefesh ruach neshama, and of the mind, and of the heart and the liver could become so strong that it reaches even the far away distant kingdom of the body. In other words, if you see a tzaddik like this that we're talking about, with a tzaddik. Would, would, that his body automatically would, would be repulsed by something that's not holy. That's only because the, this person has worked so extensively in his nefesh ruch neshama, in his mind, his heart, and his liver. What a liver means not going to go to that right now that's connected to the nefesh. But he's worked so hard for so long that that inner light of who he is is shining so far that it actually reaches the, the outermost... Uh, points of his universe, which means his eyes is his, uh, it's sadik, if there's something that passes by in the street that's not holy it's not a struggle, that, that it's sadik, if he would look at that, he would throw up physically, he would become physically ill he can't look at it we understand that if, if we see if we look up in the night, in New York you can't really see much, you know, stars are, but if you go someplace like in the country and you look up and you see stars, so those are already that light is coming to us from very very far away there's a very hush of the stars there are many stars that we would never be able to see because the light can't make it through such darkness. The light doesn't have the kayak to get through such distance of dark and darkness. 
when you already when we look up and we see that the, the star is shining, that's a chash of the star. It's unbelievable that it's, it's shining despite such distance and darkness. It's still shining. So the body is very very dark. The body is very dark. It's very it's very uh, unrefined, physical and gross. It's, uh, it's the body that that the light of the neshama should be able to make it such a distance and travel through such darkness, light years, through such darkness of the body. Arkadekach, that the person's physical body is mamish, is mamish shining without light. And I'm not talking about something you could see, a halo. I'm talking about that, he, that his body, his physical life is naturally inclined only towards holiness and that he naturally can, cannot physically bear something which is impure or unholy. That's that's a big madrag. That means person that's working on something internally for a long time. Although there is such a thing where a person is born with a with a higher neshama that's very very high. Okay, and each and every one of us uh, has certain things that we naturally in the world that we naturally find uh, we might say is disgusting. You know, some other people might another person might be attracted to that. We could taste a little bit of what that means. Someone says you could have someone that has the biggest taiva in the world for a certain food and when that's brought to you so that people in, I don't know in China and India that they eat all kinds of modern things fall into you know whatever. so that would be and for them that's like a delicacy that would be brought to you yeah. because it's not connected to the Sharish of Yenasham that your body is repulsed by it. and the guy tells you well we have we have billions of people that eat this stuff put a little ketchup over it he said it's, it's moving this is, you know, people pay for this in China, and where we live, this is a big hospital. No, and that, that in is so far removed from the shayish of who you are, so that it doesn't, not only is it not attractive for you, but it's something which sickens you. It's sickening to you. I, I was reading about, I was reading about a certain tzaddik, that he came, after the war, he came to America, and there was a brilliant young man that was sent to speak to him. He was having certain yonim, religion, and with his family, this is back in the uh, early 50s, and he came to this tzaddik. It was a very sweet. Uh, this, 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 so the tzaddik asked him what's wrong. So he says that my mother, my mother uh, gives me a hard time. So my mother wants me to do this, and she says this, and you know. So the, the, tzaddik, the tzaddik lost his mother in the Holocaust. And the tzaddik, said to, the tzaddik said to this young man, Really? He became very, very emotional, the tzaddik, and he said, you know, I would give everything in the world if my mother, if I were here and I could just go on the floor and tie her shoelaces. I would give everything in my life for that. It was very sweet how he said it. I would give everything in my life just to tie her shoelaces. So what does it mean? It means that for one person, where he comes from, the way of looking at his mother, for another person, could be could be totally distorted and crazy and... And he finds it obviously very something something terribly wrong in this for another person. So, so that has to do with education. It has to do with the environment. It has to do also with the root of the person, the whole person is. So this is a very big medrega that the, that the light of a person's neshama should reach all the way to the extreme ends of the universe, his eyes, his nose, his mouth, what to say. That he can't say things that are, that are his eyes can't look at things that are not good. It's a big medrega that doesn't. It doesn't, there are people who have higher, come into the world more refined, but that's, that's usually is years and years and years of, of hard work, of hard work. That's what he's saying. Calls the shahrak lacha shahasaga pnimis shalahava nimsa patakif mari. So that, that, that the ahava should reach the guf, should reach the body, that, the love of Hashem. Should, should not talk with people. If people is the first thing that, uh, in, in terms of the body getting excited, obviously that's, uh, that's the most basic elementary. That's biology, 101. Boy likes girl. That's biology. But we're talking about in a house of boy, such a thing. So it's only when there's already a powerful love deep inside, inside the neshama, and that and that light is already spread to to the heart, to the mind of the heart. And, and, and the liver, and from there, from there, it can make its way to the external organs of the person. The ikr, of course, has to begin with working on that love, 
in the heart and the mind and in the shaman and the nefesh and so on. Why the liver? Yeah, I, and the liver, oh. you know, it's a big, it's a very big subject. It's not, it's not kedai to go oh, into okay, because okay. it's not really no geitas. You know? I know that that, like most people say, oh, heart, mind, oh, heart. I mean, you say liver, they go liver. Yeah. It's usually we, you know, we're used to having that with chopped eggs and, and a little bit of oil and some, you know, whatever. So, where's the liver coming from? Yeah, yeah. It's a very big Indian what the liver is, and, and we don't. It's not the way that it looks to us when it's boiling. You know, people don't. A lot of people don't. Usually, liver when they were younger, now it's very not. They see it's very not healthy. It's unhealthy for a lot of people. So, the liver is much more than it looks like. And it seems to us there's much more going on. Just like what's the brain? Just because the only reason you're asking about the liver is because with the brain we always talk about you know I'm thinking, and we think with our heart, but feeling. But if, you, if someone would show you a heart, what does it feel? Doesn't mean that your heart feels. The liver is the crossing over from the physical to the spiritual. It's the beginnings of it's, it's the beginning of sensing something beyond the physical world. It's just the beginning. But it's a, it's a whole big discussion. That's why those three organs, the moach, the leiv, and the kaved, spell the word melech, right? Moach is mem, the mind. Leiv is lamed. And chaf, the liver. So it spells melech. And, and a person's greatness depends on that malchus of his mind ruling over his heart and ruling over his physical life, which is connected more to the liver. Where the, what does the liver do in the body? What is the liver? What's the job of the liver? Doesn't it clean out the blood? I don't know. I'm, I don't. Yeah. I think that's what it does, right? It cleans out the blood. Okay. It's Adam hua nefesh. It says in the Torah, the pasuk we just read it, that the blood is the is the nefesh, the life force and energy is, and that's sent from the heart and the mind. That connection is through the liver that that purifies and distills the blood. Anyway, that's a that's a good question. It's a very big discussion. Love that we were talking about in the last in the last chapter, love that is dependent upon things of this world. Look, let's face it, we're human beings, and we're familiar with things outside of us. We're familiar with things that we like or we don't like. How they strike us as human beings, as physical human beings. From the perspective of a human being, if the person feels I get something out of this. I like it. If I get a lot out of it, I love it. It's a very simple formula. If I get a little bit, I like it. But if I get a lot, a lot of pleasure or good from this, I love it. In a person that's more spiritual, so it could be uh, more more subtle things that cause them to feel that. In a person that's more physical, it's uh, you know uh, some meat and potatoes, and he has this very deep relationship with with a, with a bowl of uh, soup like Asif. It's a uh, but from the perspective of a human being, we understand that as long as you... Remember, the body, the nature of the body is it just wants to receive. The body wants to get, just like it wants food. You see babies screaming and yelling, and the baby has a dirty diaper screaming, and the baby's tired screaming. The body, the baby doesn't have any... The baby's not working on a level of moich and life. All it is is a goof, and all it is is a body. And when the baby's screaming, as the body is screaming, give me, give me, I want I want to drink, I want some food, I want to be feel clean, whatever the baby's uncomfortable with hurting, screaming and yelling, you, you think that God did something terrible has happened, you're screaming. The goof is a macabre. The body knows one thing, give me, I want. That's for the body, that's a human, human being. So we understand, since that's the nature of human being, What's a havat libadava? What does it mean that, my, that, this, that love depends on getting something? If I feel that I'm getting pleasure out of this person, or pleasure out of this relationship, or pleasure out of this food, if I'm getting pleasure out of this thing, I like it, and I like it if it's a lot, I love it. So when I say I love, that's what comes back to our little couple, the 20-year-old boy and the 18-year-old girl. I love you. That equals you give me pleasure. If they're, if they're more of a well-behaved couple, then you give me great emotional pleasure because I you know, love talking to you and it's great. And if it's, and if it's a less mature couple, then it's uh, purely physical. And, and then you have people that they don't even try to make believe that it's anything but purely physical. So, 
And I, uh, people that have more of a conscious try to make believe that it's something deep, you know. But mostly boils down to physical. And that's what you give me. You give me that pleasure. You give me that pleasure. So then after a while of getting that pleasure, the person says, you know what? I love you. No? Even though they're saying, I love you, what it really means is, I love me. And and I'm a cobble that pleasure from you. And I love that. And I love that. And I'm willing to invest a lot of kaiches into you. Because as long as you're not malfunctioning, you give me, you give me pleasure. Emotional pleasure. Physical pleasure. So I'm prepared to invest all kinds of things. And a person is prepared to tie himself down under the chuppin to, to get into a marriage and to have to work long hours and to have to deal with kids and have to... And have to, you know, handle with the the with the a million things that that are part of a marriage. It's kedai. It's kedai. Because he's makabel. Him who magish makabel, who I have. He feels that he's being makabel. Who I have. Him ain't a magish shu makabel. If he doesn't feel that he's makabel, right? So a girl says, "What? What would you still love me if I became ugly?" Of course I would. That's ridiculous. The mature people already love, the love is more developed with the Moach the and they're married for a long time and they've been giving to each other and caring for each other of course there's such a thing but not with this little couple that if I become ugly of course just the only reason that I ever spoke to you the only reason that I'm going out with you is because of your Nisham it doesn't make a difference to me you, as a matter of fact you could wear something over your head I don't care it doesn't make a difference it's all so as long as he's makabel, who I have. If him ain't a magish makabel, he And he doesn't feel that he's getting anything from this. Yafzik love. And he stops loving. Page Reish Chav Tavav. Ha'ahav ha'amitis. These words that are used so casually. True love. Ha'ahav ha'amitis. True love. Which is not for something, not because of the goof, not because of the body, what I get, not because you make me feel a certain way, you give me stuff. That madrega, as I said when we started, before we started, it's very hard madrega, but that madrega of a havas kashbrochu be'emes, he ahava hanimtis benisham. It's the ahava. That's inside, inside, inside the nisham. That's ahavas hashemda, beemes. And if it's if it's beemes, it could even even reach, as I said before, it could reach the entire person. But that's where the ahavah is. Ahavah, hanim says nisham. That's why the first thing I said before we started was that is that soon we're all going to experience this, because we're all Jews, and therefore each and every one of us has this nisham. Each and every one of us has a chelik coming out. Even though we look at this, we say, "Oh wow, it's not shaykh at all. I'm not shaykh to such a thing. I mean, to, lo- to, to love Hashem in such a way, but to have us on the shor, our nisham is already love Hashem. But the problem is how to convey that love to the other parts of who we are, and and how to allow it through all of the all of the mess that we've made that it should penetrate into our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions." How do we how do we let it through? But that uh, that that's a neshama. The hava he hava hanim says ben neshama. When the person becomes emotional, let's say by a bris or something, is that the is that the hava neshama coming through? Is well, that could, could be that could be that it reminds him of his uh, of his son's bris, and he was very emotional about that. So now he's just moved by it. Could be that he. No. I'm saying person that at his son's Chris. Well, it's still love dafka. No. Love dafka. Love dafka. All kinds of tricks. Through. It's a nice thing, but love dafka. So when is this going to be, Rabbi? Rabbi saying that we're all soon. You know, when Eros and Mashiach, everyone's going to have that. Is that? Yeah. But let's first see what it is more. Okay, let's talk about it more. Loyahava bechitzonius shabagov. Not a love that's bechitzonius shabagov. Not a love like the boyfriend and the girlfriend, but they're just macabre one from the other physical pleasure. Not that I get physical things from God. He gives me my, he gives me my life. He gives me my parents. He gives me my food. He gives me my kids. My, my, he gives me my panosa. That's a habit. That's very nice. 
But we're talking about higher than that. Not because of stuff that I get, or not because of things that he gives me, I'm a Kabul, not because of that. The Lairak Ahava believe, and not not even just an Ahava of the heart. But a love of the neshama that it infiltrates into the heart. A love of the neshama that, that is filling the heart. When a person experiences his own neshama, when a person tastes of his own neshama, most people go their entire lives that ever once coming into contact with the neshama. Even if they're crying at a chasm of their that's not. Most, most people never come into contact with the neshama. But if a person is zaycha, and, he, and he's in that place, that certainly we can access. Each and every one of us can access through avayda, through what we're, what we're learning. This is the avayda. And the person is able to sense it, to feel it. And he's connected to it in a way that's revealed, that's known to him. Then it's possible for him to experience this level of love. Because this level of love comes from the neshama. Now only a person who is able to connect to his own neshama, and not, this is not for the purpose of sounding Kabbalistic or, or fluffy or collect. What does it mean to connect to my soul? We're going to talk what it means, the ma'isa. But a person who is out of touch with his neshama can't experience ahavatli because every love that he feels it's only a love that's coming from the guf or from the lave, the emotions, not only from the guf. That was that even let's say that couple they get married and shitake, uh, God forbid, becomes disfigured. And it's terrible. So, as I said before, if they're if they've already known each other and they've already given to each other a lot, and so the emotions have already been developed. So even without the goof, but now he's macabre from her emotionally. He's still macabre from her emotionally. So now she says, now that she's got to been, she's terribly ugly. She says, well, what happens now? She's moving forward. What happens if 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 I, if I become a total vegetable? No, it was not only am I ugly. But I'm also incapable of expressing any emotions. Will you be able to take care of me for the next 70 years? And love me? So, what do you mean? You're not going to talk? No. If I don't talk, somebody is, no, I shut down. So then he gets this. I know. Who is there to love? What's there to love? I don't know how. In other words, what's, what's, he wouldn't say it in these words, but like, what's in this for me? Even though you're ugly because of what happened, but at least emotionally, I still get from the relationship. Physically, it's, let's say it's not. But emotionally, I get from the relationship. In the absence of that, so she, she asks him, I thought that our neshamas are connected one to the other, and that, and that the world of the neshama transcends. Transcends the guf and transcends the emotions. So if you would love me from mitzad the neshama, you would be able to manage like that too, to love me. She's right. But that's a very, very, very high love. It's a very high love. Ahava, Ahava, which is Enetli Badava. It's a very high Madrega. Mitzad Inyonei Oilamazah, Pedresh Chavav, second paragraph. Mitzad Inyonei Oilamazah, Hakal Tali Badava. As far as this world is concerned, the physical world that we're living in, everything is Tali Badava. Everything depends on, every, on something else, on something of this world. From the perspective of Olam Hazel, and that's why there is nothing here in this world, in the physical world, that lasts forever. There is nothing that's constant, that's forever in this world. This is a world of tahapuchas. Tahapuchas means things constantly changing, changing. Upheaval, I guess, would be an accurate word. It's a world of upheaval and change. From the word mishapech, la atacheva mishapeches, pam kan, pam sham. Sometimes you're here and then you're there. You're alive and then you're dead. I said I said in the shul by the Mashiach Suda on that the basis of it's something to remember. And the basis of was taking off his kittel. 
after the Seder, he's taking off his kittle, and they said, okay, the curse. And he said, Rabbi said, there's going to come a time where you can't take off the kittle. Right now, we can still take off our kittles. There's going to be a time. It's not so far away. When we're not going to be able to take off our kittles. Right? When the person is buried, you can't take off your kittle. This world is a world of tapuchas. Every one of us that's been in a situation where we all of a sudden heard about God forbid some tragedy with a person, especially if we know that person. Say, what? Well, yesterday I was talking to the person. An hour ago I was talking to the person. The tapuchas, the world of tapuchas. I mentioned many times that there's a Meshigna comedian that he used to say, the Jewish comedian, they're all Muslim or Jewish. He said, uh, I, I know that I have to die one day. I, I just don't want to be there when it happens. <laughs> it doesn't work like that, you know. So I, just, I just don't want to be there when it happens. He said, but right. And I was told that I'm going to have to die. So I just, that's how we, and we live like that. We live like that. But the world is a world of tapuches. It's a world of tapuches. It's going to be like the blink of an eye that this office is not an office. There's nothing here, just whatever smoke and filth and grime, some like other buildings, and, and that we were, and that we we're, and that this one and we should all be healthy and well with our families. We're going to be in Matzeva someplace, and once a year, maybe someone will come by and put a rock there and say it, Kalmal. I mean, what, I mean uh, you forgive me for not being so, you know, uh, upbeat. I don't get depressed by that thought, so I don't mean to depress any of you. But that's what's going to be. Maybe somebody will come by and say, say Kaddish or something. And then, the, then there'll be some great grand. They'll tell the other ones, "Who is this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, he used to. So they're going to say, "What was it? What did he do?" He worked in a place, Meridian. Meridian. <laughs> 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 it Meridian. doesn't say even on the. They don't even put. No one even put that on the, on the Metzeva to say such a thing. They're too embarrassed to say uh, where he worked. So what's going to be? So is some. Can you tell me something about this? About this great great grandfather? No, I don't know. I think he was a nice guy. That's going to be the whole thing from us. What's going to be? Because then they're going to have already pictures and videos, and they're going to see. So then the kids, like those, those are the sense not going to be one. Maybe they'll be interested enough in history to see some weird people, you know, from from a hundred years ago. Otherwise, it's just going to be a metzaver. That's it. In this world, it's nothing from nothing. It's the whole tapuches going. Today you're here. The next day, the whole thing is. One day you're together with someone that you love, and the next day you have no shaykhs. Next day you're not with this person at all. One day, or sometimes the, 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 the son is with his father. And then the father leaves the world. This is a world of attachments. We get attached to this world, to people, places, things. We get very attached. But all of these attachments that we have are temporary. These are not lenetzach. These are temporary attachments. So in this world, when we love people, places, or things, all of that is a love that is totally medover on something that is not permanent. Of course, the neshama is eternal. The body is not. The body is not eternal. The person's, even the person's brain and his heart and his liver is not. These are pieces also of, of biology. But the neshama is the only part of a person that's forever. Everything else about us is just lizman. Just lizman. And therefore, that's the meaning of ahava tliyavadavar. Any love that comes from the body, physical attraction, or uh, uh, that gives you an emotional uh, high, or whatever that might be, it's it's an ahava that it's nice, it's sweet, but it's ahava sheish It's not permanent. It's going to be gone. It's going to disappear. It's not going to be here anymore. It's just temporary. It's nothing permanent. Now this is going to hurt this next little paragraph and, and I don't know if he should have put it in In all due respect without explaining it more Because all this is going to do is get us upset But you know, I don't like to skip I meant to ask him why it was so important to put this last next thing I meant to ask him 
בסורם הקדוש המובל שבמוקם הגבוה בגן עדן אין מושג של אב ובן ותות אין בסורם הקדוש But the emphasis is that beyond this world there is no musag of father and son. Kiya musag of Ubain, Shonamakirim, there is a musag, but not what we think it is. Because what we recognize and we define as a parent and a child, as a father and a son, Kiya musag of Ubain, Shonamakirim, Humachmas Achibashabagufim. We recognize father and son. If someone will tell you, well, it, 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 I know that I've had people ask me they get very upset about it and I'm very careful I don't want to say something that's not true on the other hand I don't necessarily want to tell them the whole truth you know because they're not because a person didn't learn they know the cable for it so when a person when a person many times I've had a person that, that would ask me when it will be after this world will my father let's say the father of Lailena died will my father be the same father that I knew him the way that I knew him in this world so say yeah well I'm your father I mean it'll look everything will be like the way that I knew my father the way I knew my father it's not no no so then but but when you say no if you do say no to somebody then they get very very upset about it because their only ahav is a tlibadav because their love for their father was totally on that person his personality his looks their memories experiences and so on all of that is this world when 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 she will or he will meet up with that nisham in the next world It'll be a joy that is infinitely greater than anything they could have ever experienced in their relationship in this world. But it's different. It's different. It's not the same thing. It's not like you're going to pick off, where you, you know, pick up where you left off, and we're on our way to a Yankee game, and <laughs> you know, my dad, my dad, you know, passed away in the car, and, we, and then we'll, we're just going to continue on and get to the stadium, whatever. I know they're building a new stadium, so whatever it is, but we'll move on to the next place. <laughs> it's not like that. It's a very, very sweet book that hasn't a lot of Musa that I don't really ever have the time to read these English books but this my sister gave me to read uh, like three four summers ago and, and you can read it in around uh, 45 minutes there's a fellow he's a, he's a Yid his name is Mitch Album A-L-B-O-M you know what I'm talking about? Um, I don't remember the name he wrote already a few books but the books are very very sweet and there's a lot of Musa in them because he doesn't know Tyra so but he talks about you know uh, it's about someone that someone you know meeting up with the people the five the people I would want to meet most in heaven the five, I don't remember the type the five people you meet in heaven it's a very harsh of a book so I had a very big I had a very big Cyrus in it even though it's filled with all kinds of silly things but it's a small book but the Yisait had done you know to appreciate the people when you're here in this world to appreciate those people that love you that you're with to take advantage of, of the time together that's a very Chashavi Yisrael but, but it's certainly not the way it's presented in that book like after this world it's like just you know you meet up with your dad in a diner someplace except now this diner is in Olam Haba that's absurd and I don't think he believes that either he was just using it also as a martial aid. I don't know he seems like a very bright person but I think he's Jewish yeah yeah he's so the he had a he wrote a book this one I, I didn't read uh, but he wrote a fa- big bestseller Tuesdays with with Maury there was a big bestseller there it was a New York Times for like a bestseller for years so, so he, he's touching upon something something but of course he doesn't learn so he doesn't get the picture but the but in the next world is it the way that it was here the answer is no the musig of a father and a child in the next world is not the same as it is here it's not but that's not bad. It's good. But it's since it's different, then we don't want to talk about differences. You know, so that's a very unsettling thought for somebody. I mean, unless you didn't care for your father, God forbid. Then, then you're happy to hear that it's finished. But if it was good, and you just miss your father, and then they tell you at, the, at Shiva, don't worry, don't worry. The time will come that you'll be back together with that. So then, you know, we'll be back together. The, the way that it always was, yeah. 
So they, then the person thinks that it's like everything's the same, just maybe they have like wings. Otherwise, it's the same. You know, and this will be like in heaven. This is all, of course, very silly. <coughs> the most difference the between he says Ganeid and then Ganeid could be that we're not Chiasamesim. I'm not talking about Chiasamesim. I'm talking about El Maimis. Chiasamesim is something else. He's not talking about that. And then the Shama returns to the Guf, and then there will be. Yeah, and that's going to be forever. But, but uh, we're talking about after death, right? Before the Chiasamesim. She says, Look, these are connections between physical bodies that have in them, that have in them uh, minds and hearts and blood and so on. How Halid is benign, this father, this, these parents gave birth to the child. I mean, the DNA is the same DNA. The kid comes from the parents. It's a chibah, the chibah is the guf. You ever want to hear that you have this young mother? She had a baby. She had a baby two days ago. And you see her slobbering over her baby. This baby, there was never such a baby in, in the whole world. She loves the baby. She cries if the baby doesn't eat and if the baby doesn't go to the bathroom. And you ask her, because you barely know this person. And let's say the doctor comes in and says, Mrs. Katz, I'm, I'm really sorry. This is somebody else's baby. I have yours. We'll be, we'll be right with you. <laughs> These things haven't happened? They have happened. Much less now, but in the old days, it used to happen. So, they, so then, they, so then she says, "I can't believe it. I spent two days here. I was just kissing, hugging this baby, and I was in love with this baby. And then you came and told me it's not my baby. No, it's the, that's the, that's the belongs to the guy next door. <laughs> what? It's not even Jewish. Mayla was a Jew. It's not even Jewish. No, no. The father's in jail. The mother's a drug addict. <laughs> Sorry, we have your baby. We'll be right in. We'll be right in. So you have a Chalisha Zadas. And then someone will say to you, well, how do you explain that you love that baby so much? Because you were saying to everybody, when your parents came, you know, they said it looked a little bit funny. You were saying to everybody, oh, I feel that my Neshama, the second I laid eyes on my baby, that my, my Neshama was connected to this baby. Then tell you, that's not your baby. What if you find out 20 years later? You think it's never happened? It's happened. There are people who, who they never told their kids they're adopted until much later. So, the kids, the adopted children say, oh, by the way, I'm not your parents. So, what happens to the Ahava? What, where is that Ahava? It's not in the Shirish of who they are. It's not. What does it mean? So, when the Ahava is a, the Ahava of this world is a Chibum, it's the Guf. And the truth is that the mother, if no one ever told her and she had the wrong kid, she would love the kid. She would love the kid and take care of the kid. It's the Chibur. Now, if she was a big, big, big Sadekas, this mother, right? And she was learning big secrets of Kabbalah and Torah, Mamish, Pneemus, Pneemus, then it would be that one day she would look at the baby and she would say, You're not mine. But that's not regular people. She could go like that to 120. And I guess the Shaman, they said, By the way, that kid that you, you, know, you spent $45 million on, and you stayed up nights because she was out with her friends cruising or something, not yours. <laughs> Wasn't your kid. What? My, uh, she made me crazy, and I had to do this, and I had to do that, and I made chasna, and that, that. No, it wasn't your kid. It's, because the whole, the whole mitzvah is, in the ilm ha-gufim, it's mitzvah the guf. With nice emotions and good thoughts and good feelings, but the ikir is the guf. The ikir is the guf. So she could love somebody else's baby. Could love somebody else's baby. And how about couples you have? That uh, someone either the, someone dies and there's no money, and she says that she's, she's standing there over the grave and she says, I'll never be, she's a 32 year old widow, I'll never marry anybody, you know, I told you that, and I'll never ever love anybody else. And then, you know, a year later, she's, uh, she's on to killing a second husband, right? <laughs> so it's, 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 how could it be? She, was, she really felt it. <laughs> The chibu is a chibu shabaguf. Even though it's nice and sweet and all kinds of feelings, it's not, it's not forever. It's not forever. So he says, Mitzah the guf. Yeish gam chibu mitzah the neshama. That's why I said, if, that's a, if that woman becomes a big tzedekis and she's able to discover her neshama, then there could be a connection even mitzah the neshama. It's a very high level. There is such a thing. There are people who, who, who come to the neshama and the second they come to the neshama, he knows that's not his kid. Because then he sees it already. 
He sees like you're a tzaddikim like that, that they see everything like that. And then, then Tzadik could say, by the way, that's not your kid. Tzadik has such a... He sees with a nisham. A navi. It's a different thing. Who ingin am maik ve'enkad is a very deep thing. This lady is able to become with the neshama is mamish detached from physical feelings and, and enters into that place of the neshama. And this is something which even by great people, it only it doesn't happen even even immediately after death, but it takes a while after death. That's why we have shiva. Even Shiva, there's first there's the Haninus, and then there's the first day of, of the, the by the Levaya, then there's the first three days of mourning, and there's the seven days of mourning, and then there's Shleshim, and then there's the eleven months, and then there's twelve months, till it pulls out completely from the world. So even the connection between a person and his own goof doesn't end immediately for most people upon death. He, Haya Mitzad Atzmusa, Ha'av Eino. Of Rahabain Eino Ben. The father and the son that we thought were father and son, the way they looked in this world, that's not really the father and son. Meaning, of course, that halacha being a father and son. But then you see Mitzad and Neshama, who they really are. That's why I said it's nothing to be depressed about, because then the chib is much deeper. Of what does it mean, these two people? Yesh Avu Ben Mitzad Neshama. There is a father and son, Mitzad and Neshama. That could even be with the rabbi and a student. That could, there could be such relationships. This is, this is true love. True love, mitzad and neshama. That's why it's not anything to get upset about. The love that, even the most intense love that someone feels in this world, it's only an ahavat liyibadar, mitzad the guf. Love that's experienced beyond this world is, is a love, and we'll see, we'll talk about that's from Mashiach. There's such a thing a person can experience in a but it's infinitely more intense, but it's different, and that, that's why the talking about it gets people uh, nervous. Because we can't think like that. We only think about this world and things that we get so. Does my father look, will he look the same? Yes. Just let's leave it at that. Everything is the same. Everything is the same. It's not true. It's much, much more. But it's upsetting because even though someone might tell you, you're going to have a much more beautiful house. Just leave your house right now and say, I don't know where I'm going. I, I, this is my house, and this is where I live, and I'm comfortable with this. But that's because we have small musagim of, of things beyond our little world. But Ahava, which is a madrega of Oil Mahaba, and Ahava, which comes from the Neshama, that's already, uh, that's already an Ahava, which is Enetli Vedava. The Ahava that is an Ahava of this world without the Neshama, that's, that could be a beautiful love, and it's something which is beautiful, and it's important, and it's real. But it's still called Ahavat Libadav, and there's a big difference between the two. Which we'll, we'll continue with that, Bezashem, next time.